Welcome to episode number 145 of Take Him With You for November 13th, 2011. This is a new song I wrote called I Like My Tribbles. Watch out, here it comes. That's what happens when I take Catherine out of town with me for two days and Andrew's working. I think that you get bored and go kind of loony. No, that actually is not the case. Oh, okay. <laughs> In fact, that right there got me a contract uh, with a company doing a, uh, a dance video for them. So that's what you did for your demo? Yep. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, so I wonder if they were a Trekkie because they picked you. No, no. no. I, they just wanted a style like that. They like so. your style. So there you go. I, I did that and got the job. So that's kind of funny, <laughs> You're isn't it? You're funny. <laughs> yeah. You like that? Well, I like the fact you got the job. <laughs> it's a different song. By the way, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And you're listening to the Take Him With You podcast. And uh, yeah, 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 fun. This has been crazy lately, but uh, we'll be back to tell you all about our week and to talk about our subject this week, which is, are you ready? Prepping for the holidays. Stick around. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history. MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Well, there you go. Um, you know... Uh, we have three of our good friends that do that podcast together, which is really nice. Yeah, I've listened to a couple. I, um, Yeah, I need to listen to more. I grew up watching MASH with my dad. Yeah, you did. You liked yes. it. Yes. Well, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. They, they were kind of naughty sometimes. <laughs> now, now you're too close to the microphone. I'm, I'm too close to the mic. Well, okay. yeah, now it's, <laughs> yeah. There, how, is that better? Well, let's start that over then. No, you're fine. You're fine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched MASH a lot. I actually get on a MASH kick and watch a lot, but uh, it's, our, it's a lot we of fun. Have, we have a son that has um, started collecting all the MASH DVDs, and mm-hmm. I don't think he has every season because there's like 14 seasons or something. Yeah. But he's got a few of the seasons. Well, Al and Kenny and Meds do an awesome job on the show, and we're just so... And of course, they have special guests from time to time, and mm-hmm. they're just—they're really cool people. And I'm so glad that we're—we're th- we're their friends. They're fun. Yeah. 
So listen to the MASH 4077 podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're breathing into the mic a lot now, too. That's fun. Well, you told me to get closer, and how do I not breathe when I'm this close? Do well, I just hold my breath for the whole podcast? No, you're fine. So what it have you be been up to this week? podcast I ever did if I held my breath that long. <laughs> hey, man, you're turning blue. <laughs> oh. Okay, you can let go of your breath now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um... um yeah, I worked a lot this week and was out of town and um, a bunch. Worked, yes, you were. Worked in Olympia and Raymond and Hoquiam and Wishka. All over the place. All over. Um, yeah, and I think one of the, I don't know if it was a Kodak moment, but one of the strongest memories was. The highlights of the week. Well, I don't know if it was a highlight, but. Um, yesterday morning, this is Saturday when recording. So Friday morning, um, I woke up to see my mom, um, hurt her knee again. Oh no. I saw her stumble in the kitchen and she had a torn ouch, meniscus. Ouch, she ouch, was ouch. trying to get better. That sounds and like a, like a, an insect. Torn meniscus. Yeah. Oh, I've got my torn meniscus over here or, in the or aquarium. Like a flower. Anyway, but anyway, um, that's part of the knee, right? Yeah, and because most people don't know that, so she she re injured her knee that she was trying to get better. She's she's had this injury three times in the last 10 years, and oh. she was hoping that it would get better, but it got worse. And so, my daughter had a first. Um, my mom said to me after we made a few phone calls and found out her family doctor was not in till Tuesday and the um, surgeon that she's gone to before for her hand who you know she tried to get into him and she couldn't get into him for a week and a half so um, she looked to my my daughter because she's in a lot of pain and she said Catherine can you drive me to the ER so my daughter who's had a permit for about nine months she's a pretty capable driver now she drove my mom to the local ER there in Pacific County, Washington. Uh-huh. And um, my mom came home an hour or so later with a brace that went from her ankle clear Ouch. to her thigh. And um, is told not to walk. And we'll see how well that goes yeah. because um, <clears throat> my dad used to call her a stubborn Swede. And unfortunately, sometimes she lives up to her name, and she always wants to do I don't, more than I don't she should. I don't see how she. I don't see how you could ever be related to her. Uh, well, you know, my mom volunteers somewhere just about every day. I was talking about the stubborn Swede part. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, you know, in a way, I think that's what keeps my mom so young and so healthy. Is you know, she's in her eighties now, but she keeps going and. But I, I suggested to her very kindly that maybe she cancels all of her activities for one week. Uh, just one week. And yeah. see if that would bring some improvement on her leg. Because they told her she really shouldn't be walking on it. And um, so I I was a busy body and I called my sister because my mom said, Well, I'm supposed to make s- six dozen rolls for our harvest dinner at church. And um, so I was a busybody, and I called my sister, and I said, what are you doing tomorrow, sis? 
because she lives. So they must be to making the rolls together. They are making the rolls together today, uh, and I think some cream peas and potatoes. And I think my mom had a whole list of things that she was going to make for the harvest dinner. And um. And so. Did you I, know? I'm hoping my sister will keep her, my mom off her feet. Did you know that rolls are actually a Texas thing? No, I had no idea. Yeah. When the rolls are called up yonder, when the rolls are called up yonder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I grew up with that hymn I know you in did. church, but I didn't ever think of it as being a Texas thing until you just sang it that Thank way. Thank you. That was, yeah. of course, a made-up joke on the spot there. You, you were very good. Yeah, yeah, you don't even laugh at my jokes anymore. <laughs> okay, so that was okay. that that was an interesting thing. Um, yeah. Anything else that your week held that you well, want to talk about? Yeah, you you got to do something this about the same time my mom was in the ER. Oh, well, I don't know what you're later, talking about. You got to do something kind of exciting. Oh, great! What was that? It 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 dealt with us almost becoming grandparents. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you share about that? Oh, well. I, we were really excited about this. My son Nathan and his wife Ivy called and wanted to know if if we would like to buy them an early Christmas present. Mhm. And um so I asked what it was and they said well they were they wanted to get um some kittens a a, a little boy and a little girl from a foster kitten home. Uh, that's uh, about uh, 25 miles from our home here. And uh, they're two little red kittens. They're very cute. Do you call them red or orange? They're orange, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, they're orange kittens. And and that's a boy and a girl. And they named uh-huh. them Picasso and Penny. Penny after the Big Bang Theory Penny. Mm-hmm. And Picasso after the artist, since my daughter-in-law's an artist. She named she named Picasso and Nathan named Penny. <laughs> they sometimes they call him Pablo because that's Pablo Picasso, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went with them out to the uh, place where they adopted the kittens, and they signed all the paperwork. And we paid for one kitten, and they paid for the other. And we brought them back to their house and got to see them have fun together. And we just got off the phone with them, seeing how they did last night. And uh, they got sleep all right, but they they. They uh, uh, shut them into a room with a with their bed and their litter box and everything, and I guess they did okay. And we got them some kitty toys and cat litter and yeah. kitty food. And so, so now my we, son has jumped into the kitty world. My son and the, daughter-in-law. This was kind of our first experience as grandparents. Oh come on! I don't even equate it. <laughs> not even close. I kind of felt that way when I was here on the kitty cat section, and I was getting toys for my grandkitties. Uh huh. Yeah. And they both fell asleep on me yesterday when I went to visit them. Very cute. Yeah, they're very, very cute little kittens. Yeah. And you can watch a YouTube video of us picking the kitties up for the first time over at my video blog at um, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. Mm-hmm. And guess what else is on the blog this week? What else is on the blog this week? I'm Every not sure. single day I have been practicing for the upcoming big concert on Thursday. Mm-hmm. which everybody pray for me because I'm excited about it and nervous all at the same time. I'm going to be doing a video and audio concert um, at a convention, a farm convention over in Yakima. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been practicing getting ready for that. So I've been practicing the songs, and I've done one on YouTube every day of singing a song as I'm practicing. And so, so far, um, up on the blog is um, Have Yourself a Hairy Little Christmas, 
Here comes Enterprise, which is fun. Um, what else have I done? Oh, uh, I haven't done We Will Spock You live yet, but I'll probably do that today and put that up. Um, there's also one where I'm doing um, oh, Starfleet uniforms and uh, and then another one. And this week is also a big deal okay. because my very first vocal single went out on iTunes. Okay. Yeah, that was... I Want to Be a Robot, Gunslinger, Gunslinger Cowboy. Cowboy. It's actually a remake yeah. of one that I did for Rico Dosti's Treks and Sci-Fi show when he covered the uh, Westerns in Sci-Fi section when he reviewed those. I did a, mm -hmm. I Want to Be a Robot, Gunslinger Cowboy. It's a lot longer version that I did on his. But um, I did a, a new version using my iPad and, and some new sounds that I have, a lot cleaner, a little more pop-ish. And I released that on iTunes. And for 99 cents, you can get my single off of iTunes. Or you can go to um, cdbaby.com and type in Rick Moyer, and you'll find me there. I make um, I, I make more money if you get it on CD Baby. But, uh, you know, how much do I make on a 99-cent song? I think around 70-some cents. Yeah. So, you know, if a million people did it, we'd be rich. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't think a million people are going to buy my song. But uh, anyway, it's, here, it's really addictive, actually. If you go over to uh, iTunes and click preview, this is what you'll hear. This is the preview of the song. Here we go. Ready? Win. I want to be a robot, gunslinger, cowboy. I want to be a robot, gunslinger, cowboy. I wanna be a robot, gunslinger, cowboy, like your Brenner. I watched Westworld, and it glued me to my seat. Searched high and low, and put my cowboy boots on my feet. Picked up my cap gun, and I ran outside to the lawn. I was your Brenner, the robot. So I wrote you this song I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy Like your Brenner I'd pull my gun And shoot at my foe what do you think? Well, it it's a unusual song, but it kind of gets stuck in your head. It does, and that's the funny yeah. part. It's really catchy. Out of all the songs that you've done, this is one of the most catchy ones. The other one that I would think that <laughs> that's very Quadro catchy. Quadro triticale. No. no, no. Oh. The one that a lot of people come up to us randomly and sing that you wrote years oh ago for a play. Oh, Bring this up again. Was money, 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 money. How I love to count my money. Money, 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 money. You know, it really isn't funny. And that was for a Scrooge play, of course, yeah. where you played Scrooge. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yes. anyway, you can all go over, if you want, to support the Moyer family. This is how we make our living nowadays, and uh, you wouldn't believe. I mean, you can only charge ninety nine cents for it. That's it, 
And so uh, you kind of have to play the numbers game on that because it costs you a certain amount of time to do it. And then, of course, it costs you to put it out on iTunes. Mm -hmm. So let me see. How many songs do I have to sell to break even? Um, Well, not on my time, but on my publishing it on iTunes, I have to to sell like, uh, uh, let me see, 20 songs to break even. Just for the publishing, but that doesn't include your time. No, it doesn't include my time. Which would be nice to make some money for your time. Too. Well, yeah, but I'm performing this song live <laughs> mm-hmm. at the convention, so that's going to be kind of exciting. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been working on this week. I've been very busy, and then when I'm done with the podcast um, today, uh, here in a few moments, we're going to. I'm actually going to work with a company. I can't tell you who they are because I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. But I'll be working with a company on the dance song for uh, something they're doing. But that's mm-hmm. all I can say. Until it's pub until it's published, then I can't. Then I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Did they ever publish that the thing for? It was um, a na- national corporation that you did. Oh, you mean? Oh, yeah, I did that too. I didn't tell everybody about did, that. Did you? Is it published? So can you say what it was now? No. Oh. Well. And there's another one that I did this week for. I did some um, national commercials uh, for a company. That uh, everybody will know, and that'll be fun. That was really fun. I got to play all these different character voices. I got to talk like this, you see. It was fantastic. And I got to talk like this, too. It was really fun. And I can't tell anybody what that was either until Mm. it's out. You know, whenever you talk like that, it brings me back to the 80s. Yes, bad opera. And the other one um, that I remember. Mrs. Radio Stuntman. Yes. Yes, you did yeah, Radio yeah. Stuntman and Bad Opera. And yeah. I really think that you need to put those online. They so are online, they dear. They are? Yeah. D- does your friend Stefan know about those? Because he likes cheesy radio dramas. Um, I don't so know. I don't know. Uh, radio Stuntman is, the whole series is online. Is Bad Opera on there? Um, I don't think so. I probably have to put that out. <laughs> okay, if you I can find them. Yet, yeah. 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 Anyway, so I don't know if we, we want to digress. talk about that. Yes, so we do digress. So anything else going on that we need to talk about, or can we get into today's subject? Well, I just would like to ask for prayer for um, a safe trip. We usually never, yeah. I don't think we ever have gone over the mountains in, in the winter, winter time. Yeah. And we do have a, a set of chains ready, which we have to practice putting if on. It's, if it's icy on the on pass before. or snowing, sometimes they require chains on your car. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, they expect the past to be clear. So, okay. they yeah. So we should be fine. We're gonna leave um, uh, Wednesday morning mm-hmm. and drive over the mountains. I think what does it take? Four or five hours to get there? Probably about five to Yakima. Okay, so we're headed to Yakima, and then we'll, we'll get there, check into the hotel, and then we've got to uh, set up our table and everything that night. I have a sound check either that night or early in the morning. And then I do the concert, so should be fun. It's an hour-long performance, and uh, I've got—I just worked on my comedy routine to go with it. It's called "Life Lessons Learned from Star Trek," mm-hmm. and my points are fun. I'll try to—we'll try to record it and put it up on YouTube. But if we don't get a video camera, we'll try to record it audio. And if that doesn't work, well, we'll just tell you about it. Okay. So yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So are you ready to head to the? Next thing? Yeah. Okay. Stick around. We'll be right back with today's subject, prepping for the holidays. Right here on Taking With You. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. 
Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. And this week, um, my good buddy Vartok, I don't really know his real name. Just a guy that uh, hangs out on the Treks and Sci-Fi forum and enjoys my music and stuff like that. His name is, well, his handle is Vartok. Mm-hmm. And he does all these really cool music reviews. And he's just a really creative and cool guy. I love listening to the stuff that he records. Does just an awesome job on stuff. He is covering the music of Hans Zimmer on uh, the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. And Hans has done tons of different music for science fiction and action movies and all sorts of different things that all us geeky people enjoy. So you can go over to Treks and Sci-Fi and listen to that one. Okay, who's just instant messaged you? Uh, my friend Kyle. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I don't know if he listens to our podcast, but uh, he just instant messaged me on Facebook. Because I was checking the, the questions that we asked. Which uh, brings us to our subject for the yes, day. Yes. It does. Ladies and gentlemen, prepping for the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Have any I don't have any Thanksgiving songs. Let me see. Okay, I'll tell you. Let's do it this way. Ready? It's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving everywhere you go. Stuffing is on the aisle and turkeys are on sale for a mile. I don't know what to actually, say. Actually, I heard Jingle Bells was actually a Thanksgiving song. What? I actually heard Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song about people going to their grandma's house for Thanksgiving. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I think that's what I heard. I don't know about that. Here we go. This is a little better. You ready? Okay. Now, I just got to think of... It's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving Everywhere you go Take a look in the paper and see the sales Turkeys on sale and something I don't know how it goes (laughs) It's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving Every store you go in That's not actually true They've got the Christmas things out already not sure they know my cousin Freddie, but that's how it goes. Let me see. There's olives in a can and things like I can eat. Like um, pumpkin meat? pie and minced meat. 
this is really bad making lyrics up on the spot. It doesn't really work. It's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving. Because this year we're traveling to my mom's. We're taking our dog to a hope my son comes with us too. And I can't remember the theme. That's enough. I, okay. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's really getting bad. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, and there's my phone. Your phone's going off. Well, who is it? She's going to check her phone here on our podcast, everybody. If it's if it's our daughter, she has to answer because our daughter is babysitting this morning. Where are you going? Ah, uh, yes. I bet it's in your pocket. I would think your phone would be in your pocket. Well, anyway, uh, Thanksgiving, yeah, we, we were kind of amazed. We went into Walmart, and as we walked into uh, Walmart right after Halloween, instead of having anything Thanksgiving-y, any Thanksgiving, that's not even a word, And instead of having anything Thanksgiving, it was all Christmas already. They had converted the whole garden section into uh, a Christmas place. So there was like lights and and Christmas trees and Santa hats and everything is already done for Christmas. And there's no nothing about Thanksgiving, which is kind of a sad thing because if you think about it, Thanksgiving is a really cool holiday, even though it's really an American holiday. I know a lot of people celebrate being thankful all the time, but it really is the, one of the few... Um, Christian type of holidays when it comes to the origins of it and everything. So, kind of interesting. Do you need to find your phone? We'll be right back as my wife finds her phone right after this. And the phone has been found. It has been found. It was our daughter, but she's okay. She's fine. It's a different day and age now. Because most of the people, younger families, uh-huh. at least a lot of them, don't have um, home phones anymore. Yeah, the home phone is going the way of the dinosaur. So our daughter has to have a cell phone because she babysits regularly for this one family that doesn't have a home phone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Uh, before before we were distracted by the phone uh-huh. thing, I was talking about how how they don't. There's nothing about Thanksgiving anywhere. No, it's really really odd. Well, except um, for sales for the grocery store, so you mm-hmm. can buy turkeys and stuff, I guess. Yeah. We don't get the paper, so we don't see a lot of We do get the ads. We yeah, do we get do. some ads, yeah. Yeah, so... But I was, I was saying that when we walked into Walmart, all of a sudden it went from Halloween to Christmas. There was no, no transition at all. It never used to be... We, we talk about this every year, but mm-hmm. it, it gets sooner and sooner, pretty soon Halloween. Well, no, because they make a lot of money off of candy. Yeah, but there was there was stuff at Walmart for Christmas be way before like in September they started putting stuff out, I think. Yeah. In the garden center they started putting like Christmas lights. Now this is odd, but my wife is wearing a Santa hat right now. I am because um <laughs> in the middle of you playing one of the promos for our friends podcast, um I ran back and looked in our closet for Santa hats because you needed one for the concert you were doing. <laughs> and yeah, I found one. When I do one. the Trekmas music, I wear. <laughs> it's a really a soft, cuddly one, too. Oh, good. I like one. You know, a friend of ours has a little boy, and he didn't want to wear jeans anymore. He only wanted to wear soft pants. 
like fleece pants, oh, yeah. pants made out of fleece. And so the mom broke down and went to Target or someplace and bought some more fleece pants. And the first time he put it on, he goes, oh, it feels like I'm wearing kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you wouldn't um, want to wear no kittens for pants. <laughs> that's true. Wow. Especially, yeah, but, but it was soft like kittens. I thought that was so cute. Okay. Yes, well, I like. How I does like this have anything to do with getting ready for the holidays? Well, because I was just touching the, oh, the, the Santa, ha Santa hat, hat yeah, and it, it's soft like kittens. Tactile. Too. I am a very tactile touchy-feely person. Yeah. I like the feeling of soft things. Va 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 voom. <laughs> That's why I hate it when you put hair gel in. That's what? gross. What? Hair gel's gross. It makes your hair all sticky and crunchy crunchy and yucky. How else can I get these beautiful spikes in my hair? Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Can we talk about the subject now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. We all know that um, sometimes it can be very stressful when the holidays come around for many different reasons. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons is uh, family get-together, and sometimes people and families don't get along too well, and so there's a lot of pressure, and there's a lot of, you know, you're getting together. You know the old saying, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family? Mm -hmm. It really is true. And so some people are really stressed because they're going to be getting together with family. Other people are really stressed because in the tradition of holidays, you're always expected to, there's this expectation that you're supposed to buy a gift for someone. And that can be a lot of pressure, especially in the economy that we're in right now. It may be very difficult for people to buy something. And so they may feel a little bit uh, Or they feel like their that. house has to be perfect and all the decorations. One of the things that we used to go through around holiday time um, was preparations for plays because you used to write plays um musicals and, and stuff musicals yeah. and we would have i would spend hours and hours and hours um painting sets and uh -huh. helping with props and yeah. and um we typically we homeschooled and we would typically typically stay current with all of our homeschool stuff until about the beginning of December. And then sometimes we would get a little harried because of all the work that went into putting on the plays. Even yeah. though the kids participated too, and I guess we could count that as extracurricular <laughs> activities because they help with the sets and the lights and the sound. And right. I remember one time Nathan and one of his friends even sat up in a clock tower and yeah. had to move the hands <laughs> as part yeah, of the Yeah, for one of the scenes, yeah. My daughter helped paint the cobblestones and another son helped with the soundboard. And, you and know, so it was always a big family thing, but it caused a lot of stress too <laughs> because... Sure. We spent so many hours and weeks on those productions. Well, I thought it would be an interesting subject to cover because all of us, whether we like it or not, if, even if you don't celebrate some of the holidays, like I know the United States celebrates Thanksgiving coming up here mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks, um, but um, a lot of the world doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, but then, there, But there different. is something like Christmas or Hanukkah or or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate during this time, um, everybody has something. And even if, you, even if you don't celebrate something, you're affected by it some way or another. Yeah, even if it's just the congestion at the, the malls and the stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So we thought it would be fun. Well, I don't know about fun, but it thought it would be a good show to just talk about, you know, how we can make the holidays a little bit less stressful and a little more meaningful. Because I think in the end, when when we look back at our lives, the things that we remember the most are the significance and the meaning of things, not necessarily. I mean, I don't know anybody that can tell me the gifts they got on a certain period of time, unless it was a very significant type of thing. Mm-hmm. But most of us forget what we got last year for Christmas from people. But we do. We remember how we were treated, and we remember, you know, things like that mm-hmm. more than we do the actual gifts and things. So, I thought it would be interesting to talk about what's why the holidays are important for people, and maybe some things that we can do to make them a little more, um, I don't know, a little less stressful, a little more um, meaningful. Mm-hmm. Does that sound all right? And, yeah. and, you know, of course, you know, this is a spiritual podcast. We do talk about the fact that we have faith in God. But even in that, like you were saying, um, some people can get so wrapped up in church pageants and nativity scenes and and plays and presentations and cantatas and choirs. We get so wrapped up in that stuff that we actually miss the significance for ourselves as well, even though those things can enhance our holidays, they can also get in the way sometimes. Sometimes you can just get to do too much, you know. It's and instead of it being a blessing to go through mm-hmm. the the holidays like they should be, it actually turns out to be worse. So mm-hmm. there's just, you know, it's really interesting. But we but we want to include that because we are, we you know, Amy and I do believe in God and, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're believers. So it's, uh, it's interesting to talk about it from that perspective as well. You know, and I'm hoping on Christmas Eve to we have a, a family get together at my family's down in Raymond, and then uh, the church I grew up in has a Christmas Eve service. I'm hoping to go to that, <coughs> and you know, I enjoy it was real that. special last time we went. It was good. Mm-hmm. So, should we read our comments about? Well, we did ask a comment on mm-hmm. Facebook, kind of an impromptu question, and got a few responses. And then I guess we can talk about some advice and stuff that we, you know, that we've had over our years of, you know, huge years of existence. <laughs> okay, why don't you start out? Well, I got to go find it now. I I just, oh. there we go. Okay. I got to click on it. Okay. Here's what I asked. I said, what's the most important part of the holidays for you? And we got several answers. Mm-hmm. First one is from my friend Brian who said, um, I love the candlelight Christmas Eve services, the pageantry and music, the story of God's love incarnated in in uh, uh, humanity, the gathering of families. But truly, the most important part for me is the longest night blue Christmas service that we do that puts the Christmas story in the context of humanity's deepest woundedness and attempts to light candles to push back the darkness uh, we hold it um, on the night of the solstice or one nearby. Now, that's a really an interesting thing because I, I can tell you that um, through the years, for some reason, candlelight services have always been very special to, to me. Mm-hmm. And it is part of the tradition and, the, and the, um, the celebration of Christmas for me. And I don't know why, it just... I've always kind of liked candlelight service. We've gone to an Episcopalian one. We've gone to um, um, a, um, what was the one we went to up on Bainbridge? Was that also Episcopalian? Yeah, but was that Christmas Eve? 
Or was that Easter? That was Easter. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, but we've we've gone to Charismatic and Baptist. Yeah, and, we've been to all sorts of different kinds yeah. of candlelight services, and they've all been really kind of cool. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that he brings up winter solstice because that was... you got to get closer to Mike. It's interesting that he brings up winter solstice because that was actually a pagan celebration. But as Europe became christianized a little bit or influenced by christian churches they took the winter solstice which was the darkest day or longest night of the year and they decided to celebrate christ's birthday and his light coming into the world cool on that day that's cool and so yeah that's what he was talking about a little bit there we were actually married on the summer solstice yes the shortest day of the of the year yeah and i like lots of light so i like that day <laughs> but um the shortest night longest day well I, anyway i thought that that for brian you know i think it's really cool and for me mm-hmm. i think that that is one of the most important part of the holidays for me is just that uh that acknowledging who god is in my life and you know you don't have to do that at a candlelight service but that does help for yeah, me. It's, for it, me. it's just a symbol of, you know, recognizing that Jesus is the light. Well, going out to the Canton Cafe is also important. <laughs> yeah, that's become... We a, always go to Chinese food every Christmas Eve. That's become a family tradition for us, largely because we usually were in charge of the Christmas Eve service later on that night. And we didn't want to eat anything. We wanted to eat we something We wanted to have we a little snack before we went. We'd have a, a family get together in the afternoon because yeah. my family were dairy farmers. So we get together in the afternoon, and then they'd have the evening milking. And then while they were milking the cows, we would go out for egg rolls and then go do our Christmas Eve service. So if they were milking the cows and an earthquake happened, would that be a milkshake? Of course, dear. Okay. Of course, dear. Just wondered. So <laughs> going on, um, Jenny says, getting to spend time with my mom. Oh. Yeah. That's very nice. I like that about holidays, too. Yeah, I think that's a really good thing is you get to spend time with family that are usually so busy in life, and it's nice to be Mm -hmm. able to see the family. Well, for most of us, some people don't want to see their family. (laughs) Yeah. But we have nice families. Yeah, we we like to see our families. Okay, your turn. Uh, Michael says, the what what does he like most about the holidays? The Mm -hmm. preparation and excitement leading up to it, just before the reality and horror of the situation sets in. <laughs> I think you need to explain more about that, but that's okay. That's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. funny because then all of a sudden you have to, you know, depending on what you got all excited about and celebrated, you know, mm-hmm. on the way up to it, then you have to pay for it afterwards. Betsy um, says, Betsy, my your cousin, cousin says, family. Family. Aww. She's probably thinking of you. <laughs> I doubt it. You know what? We have family that we've met on Facebook that we've not met in person for, I've well, ne- some never. I've never met. So we need to, have. I think we need to work up something and maybe have a more during, family in December reunion. have a little reunion with the friends that, or my family that I've never met. I thinking maybe in the summer when it's nicer yeah, to drive and holidays. have a picnic in the, in the world. Well, yeah, maybe we can do that too. Yeah. I'll talk to my, my cousin Patty and Betsy and... And uh, uh, Lori and and um, I've also got um, a cousin named. Um, There's a guy cousin. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I know who it is. Gosh, I just was they're, talking back and forth brother. with him on Facebook. Anyway, I want to meet him too. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to do that. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Tammy says, Christ cool. is the most important part of the holidays for her. Mm-hmm. I love this next one. Joshua says, Bacon. Bacon, <laughs> bacon. Mm. Well, you know, that's interesting you said that because I thought, you know, most of us try to behave ourselves a little bit during the year. But when it comes to Christmas, the, bacon. Fe- the feasting begins and we, you know, make special. There's just something about bacon, isn't there? Stuff. Bacon makes everything better, except your <laughs> arteries. Except your arteries. Yes. I yeah. don't know why. Yes. And bacon. last one. No, there's, t- there's three more. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess I need to refresh. Richard, my friend Richard from Portland, says family time together. Okay, I'm going to have to refresh. Which is very cool. And Richard, by the way, I don't know if Richard's listening, but um, Richard just walked in a really cool AIDS walk down in Portland, and uh, we helped sponsor him, so that was cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a... Uh, and hopefully there'll be a cure for AIDS. Oh, man, we're praying, we're praying, praying, praying for a cure. That would yes. be very cool. Um, anyway, Richard is really cool. He's my Facebook friend, and I... I uh, met him, I think, through uh, Trex and Sci-Fi somehow. And we both have iPads, and we talk about it, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Richard. Family time together, that's great. And the next two are very similar. Um, Jean says, family all together. It seems very important to this mama to have all her duckies together. Aww. She's going to be a grandma soon. I know. I our don't know if they Darren, have any other Our um, friend uh, Darren and Erica are having a baby. Yes. And um, uh, Jeannie is their mom, yeah. is, is Darren's mom. mom. And we're all friends on Facebook, too. Yeah. I think that's going to be fun. That'll Her be little cool. duckies in order. That, you know, yeah. that's something that's harder as time goes on. Mm-hmm. The bigger the families get, the weirder it is to have holidays because... Uh, unless you have a one place where you can all meet, sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. And so it changes the dynamics. Well, I know it's, it's really different for us now. It's going to change even more, you know, now that uh, that we have extended family and everything. And, and to me, if I have, like, all my family at a church worship, worship service with me or, you know, at a, a family dinner, to me that's the most important thing is just being all together. Yeah. So, um, one last one. Oh, Debbie, my yeah. friend Debbie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Debbie and Danny. Um, Debbie says family. Mm-hmm. I got to meet their family. I did the, their pictures at their wedding. Yeah. And they have the most awesome family. Has so much fun talking with them, and so I can see why she would really enjoy that. Yeah. So a lot of things to a lot of people, holidays mean something. Interesting. And in, and in most cases, it's positive memories. But in, in other cases, it's not so positive. So my question to you, Aim, is is um, what are some things that people can do to make the holidays just a little less stressful? What what do you think would, in your years of of going through holidays, what, what has helped make them less stressful? Well, one thing that both of our families tend to do is that we tend to potluck, have an organized potluck for the holiday dinners. And um, so, for instance, this Thanksgiving, Uh um, we're bringing a couple different things. I can't remember what, I got to remember what it is, mashed Uh, potatoes. We're doing the mashed potatoes and some hors d'oeuvres. And some hors d'oeuvres. And so usually the, the whoever's hosting the dinner will usually do like the, the, the turkey, the turkey or the ham or whatever the holiday is having. But then everyone brings something. 
And that sure cuts down on the stress, especially yeah. for the host. Sure. And um, so that's one thing. And then one thing I would suggest is don't feel like you have to put out every holiday decoration you have. You know, put out a few special ones that, that mean something to you, but you don't have to kill yourself decorating <laughs> for the holiday. Um, if that's something you enjoy, fine. But, you know, simple is often okay. It's interesting because over the years, we've had some years where we decorate a lot and other years where we don't do a huge amount. Uh-huh. And quite honestly, I couldn't tell you which years are which. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some things that are important for me. Okay. Why don't you tell us what they are? You already know. What do you think is um, important for me at Christmas time for us to decorate with? I was thinking I was I was thinking that it's just important for you to have lots of cookies in the house. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um well I think what you like the most is probably the lights because that's about the only decorating. You, I you see help you just with. jumped right across the old cookie comment there. <laughs> I noticed that. You do like your Christmas cookies though. I, I think everybody This does. year I'm very excited about my Christmas cookies. Yes, yes. I ordered yes. some cool uh, I pr- went, spent way too much money on cookie cutters this year. Yeah, you found a website that I know I went nuts. Some. Yeah. So, but I think the thing that you like the most probably is the lights because yep. that's the only thing you really help with decorating. Oh, well, thanks a lot. That's really nice. Um, <laughs> usually don't help with the tree. I yes, I do. Uh huh. I'll put on the Willie Nelson Christmas album. And that's about as far as it. By gets. the way, the Willie Nelson <laughs> Christmas album is something you need to get. For your home. Yeah. And you can get it at Walmart and on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Willie Nelson. But you usually, to me, decorate. I don't like putting up the Christmas trees, or Christmas trees, the Christmas lights outside. I often help you just because um, you want me to. (laughs) But I don't like being cold and wet and miserable outside. Um, putting up the Christmas lights. Do you know what I usually do for Christmas lights? No. I usually get a couple and put on the inside of the window so I can enjoy them from inside. Well, imagine this. And I don't have to be cold. Imagine this. My wife gets out this box of old ornaments that we've had for 50 bazillion years. Yeah. My daughter makes cocoa and we have candy canes. And then I hit the button. And this beautiful music wafts through our home. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Nelson. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know What's wrong with Willie Nelson? Where the treetops glisten I just looked over and my wife is not in her seat. She she walked out when I started playing Willie Nelson. What's up with that? I just think it's cool that Willie Nelson has you know a Christmas album. I mean, this is a good one too. I really like this one. There's no use denying it. Christmas is just around the corner. In it fact, is. 
It won't be long now before kids from border to border and coast to coast will be singing this next song. It's true. Carl? Carl. Ah, uh, this is awesome. It's my wife's favorite Christmas album of all time. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixin' and blitzin' and all his reindeer pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. Hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Oh, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle, oh what a beautiful sight. So jump in bed and cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. This is just classic. Don't you love this album, Amy? This is your favorite, isn't it? No. What? It's not my favorite at all. I mean, after Will, I mean, Willie Nelson is. They don't even sing together. Well, he did. Not exactly. Well, I think one of them's dead. That's why. And Willie Nelson's still alive, by the way. He may look dead, (laughs) but he's still. I I think he smoked too much, and I'm not saying what. uh, We know what. Isn't his voice just awesome? Just listen to that. This is the same guy that. It's that's amazing the same guy. he can sing that high with all the smoke damage in his lungs. I just, I just love his music. It's weird too because I shouldn't. Well, you don't like um, country music as much as rock, but you like this for some reason. Well, I know why. Because you grew up with it. It's true. It's true. Well, there you go. I'm off my Willie Nelson kick. Yeah. I do that once a year, just so everybody can enjoy. Don't forget. When you're at your local um, store that sells CDs, or you're just surfing the net and you want to go to iTunes, oh. download the Willie Nelson Christmas album. You don't have to. No, it's great. You're funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. okay, so less you know, stressful. Another, How can we make another thing that we do that's not don't stressful buy... is that Catherine and I do every year. What's that? Um, and she'll remind me if we get too close to Christmas and we haven't done it yet. Mom, Mom, you have to take a couple hours out and do this with me. It's between Thanksgiving and Christmas or New Year, somewhere uh-huh. around that time. Uh-huh. Um, Catherine and I always watch White Christmas together. Okay, you're not the only ones that watch White Christmas together. Well, I think you watch it sometimes with us, but try to pretend you don't. That's not true. I like the movie. Yeah, I think you finally admitted that to me one time. Oh, what do you do with the general? Yeah. Anyway, we like that movie. Sisters, sisters. Danny can be la 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 la. la. They're they're good. So um, you know, there are things like that that can be downtime that aren't like real stressful. It's not that stressful to pop in a DVD and and make some popcorn and have family time like that and um you know of course family time decorating the tree if you do a tree and making cookies to to me it's fake or real tree which is your preference well i don't mind the real tree as far as i like the smell and stuff but i don't like the mess so the last couple of years we've done a fake tree we've gone back and forth through the years but um Remember our very first Christmas tree? 
Um, you know, did we have Christmas trees? Did we even put up a Christmas tree before we had kids? I think we d- I don't think I've ever gone a year without a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't remember our first Christmas tree. I remember the first Christmas tree that we had when we had our first child. And we were in a little 900 square foot house we were buying. And I had quit my job after we had our son to stay home and raise him. And we didn't have really any money for Christmas that year, I think. Aww. I think that I got you like a $4 bottle of cologne and you got me a calendar. That reminds me of this song. And we we didn't have money for a Christmas tree, but Ready? we found one. It's true. I remember buying the Charlie Brown Christmas tree That's for a dollar, right? He's the little boy that Santa Claus forgot And goodness knows he didn't want a lot Ah, Nat King Cole He sent a note to Santa For some soldiers and a drum It broke his little heart When he found Santa hadn't come That's sad In the street he envies all those lucky boys Then wanders home to last year's broken toys I'm so sorry for that laddie He hasn't got a daddy The little boy that Santa Claus forgot Wow, have we come a long ways? That was made in the 60s and... uh... I remember my mom would put that song on and say, Now you just count yourself well taken care of. Yeah, you were spoiled. You got lots of toys. I used to listen to that song on vinyl, the Uh Nat King Cole Christmas album that we only got out starting in November, the end of November, Mm -hmm. and we could play it on the stereo system, on our console stereo system, the big wooden ones, you know, that you Uh lifted the lid and put the record on. My uncle still has one. We had a picture window, and Mom had two Christmas trees in the house. One was in the front room and decorated totally fancy and with a theme. Designer Christmas tree. And then the other one was in the family room, and it was with whatever we wanted to put on it. And you put on turkeys. Sometimes we would make... Salt. Salt. Um, Sometimes we would put things on the turkeys. Christmas tree that mom didn't want us to put on it. Yes. We put it on her designer tree. Yeah, just to irritate her. Yeah. So what, but was, we used our, to play that what song. was our first Christmas tree? Because I remember the little Christmas tree that we got when our son, our oldest, was a baby. And it was, it was, it was Charlie Brown. It was kind of like mostly Christmas dead. time is here. It was a little Charlie Brown tree we got for a dollar. Um, like a couple of days before Lots Christmas. Of chips and beer. Oh, that's not how it goes, is it? No. So, what was our first Christmas tree? I don't remember our I don't first Christmas tree. So, I then why did you ask one. me? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about our first Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I guess it was something Yeah, our first tree. I think I remember maybe some other Christmas trees before that that we had like our church friends come over and had hot cocoa and had them help decorate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about making it less stressful during the holidays. Yeah. And we need to keep keep on that theme. Let's not go too far off the 
off the path. Okay. You know, I I would say too that keep it simple. Keep it simple and and really it doesn't have to be all about materialism. You know, sometimes it is fun to get our kids um you know, things toys or things that they would like. But um I you don't have to buy 50 million gifts for your kids. I I had one friend that she had a large family because she had a bunch of foster kids. And she said, well, she said that um, wise men brought Jesus three gifts. And so that's what I get my kids. <laughs> she bought them each three three gifts. And she gets them frankincense. She doesn't do gold frankincense and anymore. myrrh. No, but she gets like three Thanks, things. Mom, for the myrrh. I just so wanted this. She doesn't, you know, she had a big family and she couldn't afford to like buy like every toy and every piece of clothing and stuff. She got three things. How for come each I got a kids. Frankenstein? When I was growing up, now you're going to do the little sob story, but my parents got each of us kids one thing and it was usually something we needed, like a coat or a, a blanket or. Mm. I know, but but you that know, wasn't me. I didn't get. We I, always nah. we always felt loved, but we had a big extended family. My grandpa used to make us homemade toys, and my grandma used to knit us slippers. And it seems like things aren't as. It seems like we've gotten away from like making things. So, do you think it's and a I good idea to make things, or do you think that's more stress? Well, you know, I think it's a different time that we live in now for me it would probably be more stress um because of working out of the home five six days a week right but um you know when if you're a homemaker or retired i think it's really nice to ha- make homemade gifts but again you have to decide is this going to be more stressful right and um you don't have to do that but i i looking back you know i think when i was a kid I was kind of jealous of my friends that got Barbie dream houses and and all these fancy plastic toys. Um, but most of those are in landfills now, and yet right. I still have the wooden toys my grandpa made me. Yeah, that's true. Because they were handmade with his love and his time, and and they mean a lot to me still. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think the other thing that's important to really make the holidays more significant is to find something or pick something that is going to create a memory versus um a material thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, with our family when the kids are as little you want to get them toys and everything. I did, you know, and and you weren't as much into that as I was, but I was into it. You still are into toys. Yeah. What do you say? But the older I get, the more I realize it, that it's the it's the memory that's more important and I can't explain it in words, but there just there's something about sitting at that that silly Chinese restaurant um eating our egg rolls and chow mein and and taking turns picking out music on to the play jukebox. on the jukebox, old classic eighties or seventies music. There's that's more important to me and the feeling that I get from that than than the gifts. And I think that's it's. I think as a family, as you grow, you know, and as an individual, you need to think about something that you can do that's more celebrating the moment than and in a significant way, rather than appeasing the moment with a gift. 
Well, I think some Thanksgivings and Christmases we've spent um, as a family serving at the Union Gospel Mission or, you know, not everyone, but there have been different years we've done that. And yeah, um, different things like that that you can do as a family to so, remind well, yourself. And let's that talk about thankful. that. You can go you can pick a, a, a candlelight service to go to on Christmas Eve and take your family. Mm-hmm. You can send an email around and say, when we get together as a family, everybody have um, something that they can share that they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And then you spearhead it and make sure it happens when you get together before you eat or while you're eating. Um, what else can they do? There, there's, you know, there's you can you can have a story read. When our kids were little, we would you start. You can sing songs. We would start like the beginning of November when our kids were little. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but I cut out pieces of construction paper, like red and green and white construction paper. Uh-huh. And um, every morning before we did homeschool or at the beginning of homeschool, I'd have them write something they were thankful for on the inside of these strips of, of um. And then you made a chain out of them. And then I made chains, and then we put our thankfulness on the Christmas tree. Oh, that's very cool. So well, there's ideas that's, like that. And then that's the would... other thing, is to to start earlier than mm-hmm. you normally do, because I think that's the other thing too, is you feel this time crunch and this time pressure, and then it's no fun. Yeah, try to do less, but make what you do more meaningful. Is what I would suggest yeah. because so many of us, you know, we're working and you're busy, busy, busy. And so you kind of have to plan, plan, yeah. a, plan to do things meaningful and make time for them. And, you know, the, the other thing that's very important mm-hmm. during the holidays that really makes it significant is finding a family or people that you can reach out to in a helpful way in other Mm -hmm. words look outside your own needs and wants and think about somebody else maybe there's a family that needs a christmas dinner provided Um, maybe there's a someone that needs shoes maybe there's a you know look for different ways i mean you can do charitable organizations you can lots of stuff but i think personally it's better if you know the people or if you know of them Mm -hmm. and you yourself help them well and and um Growing that up, really we gets often, perspective on the holidays. Growing up, we often invited people over to our holiday sure. get together. That's another way you can really make it significant. Like if if you know someone in the area that's away from their family uh-huh. and they don't have family nearby that they can visit, invite them into your family yep. get together. Yep. And, and that yeah. really that goes a long way. So that's really mm-hmm. a, a a very good way to less stress things and make it more memorable. Mm-hmm. Even though you might have to prepare something or you might have to, you know, sacrificially give out of what you were going to use for something else in the long run far better. Mm-hmm. And it really makes your holiday much nicer. Yes. Any other practical things you can think of that would uh, make less stress and and uh, help people prepare for the upcoming holidays? She's hmm. thinking pet your cat <laughs> actually that's not a bad idea <laughs> take time to to love on your your pets and your family and <laughs> and not not um yeah just not have everything be Maybe rush, I could get a turkey costume for our dog she's asleep on the couch being lazy jade oh it's okay she, she can she's sleep. sound asleep 
She's sound asleep. She likes to podcast with us. She does. She comes in here and sits in between us. Mm-hmm. She lays on the couch. That's funny. Yes. Well, um, yeah, there you go. I don't know if this has helped anybody or not. <laughs> but the, the the most significant thing that you can do is, as far as we're concerned, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody believes this way, but we do. The most significant thing you can do is is celebrate the holidays um, for the real meaning behind them. Mm-hmm. And for us, that is, we worship God. And uh, that's my son calling on uh, Skype. Let's just put him on the put him on here right now. I'm trying to answer, but it won't let me. Hi there. Hi. Hello. You're on our podcast right now. Hey, we're ta- hi. We're hey Nathan. We're talking about holidays and how to celebrate the holidays in a meaningful and less stressful way. He's showing us right now on the screen his kitten. And the kitten the kitten has really cute little jingle bell on it. Oh, yes. Is this the boy? Yep. Ah, hello. You can tell it's Picasso because he has a really artsy collar. And he's crazy. He is crazy. He's he's crawling all over you. Yeah. That's hilarious. And you have a nice Batman shirt, I see, from your webcam. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Nathan, while we have you on here, tell us, tell everybody in our podcasting uh, realm here what your favorite part of the holidays was when you were growing up. Probably family and turkey. Ah, good. What about, uh, what about and Christmas music? Uh, what about Canton Cafe? It's new, but I like it. <laughs> it's it's what new it's new you know we've done it for almost 10 years are you serious yeah i thought it's been like five years what it feels like i know what's your you, so you you like christmas music yes you do what what's your favorite christmas album probably not king cole we just i just played a little bit the the year that santa claus or the little boy that santa claus forgot <laughs> mom was like looking at me like what are you doing and then I, of course, played the Willie Nelson Christmas album. Oh yeah, yeah. Your little your little kitten is very cute. Yeah, he's the other one. Just likes to sleep all the time and has a good time chilling out. This one can't sit still for more than a couple seconds. He's funny. He's hilarious. Well, hey, I'm gonna call you right back after we're done with the podcast. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. Bye. Have a good time. Okay. Bye. Bye. There you go, live right here on Take Him With You. You get to hear from my his, kids. His mic was a little bit hot, yeah. so you might have to adjust that a little. I'm going to try. Yeah. That kind of hurt my ears. Yeah, but, it did uh, mine too. Hopefully our podcast listeners aren't deaf now. No, I'll, I'll fix it. Okay. I'll fix it, man, in post. Post-production, dude. That's right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, um, our belief in God is really what makes the holidays important. I remember celebrating the holidays when I was a kid, and it was always important to me because I got gifts. You know, it was more of a selfish thing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up and, and understood, you know, the whole idea of Jesus being sent to this earth, the whole idea of Thanksgiving even, of being thankful to God for the blessings that he'd given us, um, that was a fairly new concept for me when I got into, when I got a little bit older. And I know it changed my holidays quite a bit because um, I had this expectation of receiving, and it kind of turns it around to where you, you instead of receiving, you 
the holidays become more important because you become someone that gives. Mm-hmm. It's opposite. Well, and it's you're receiving the love of God, but I think once you receive the love of God, <coughs> the the response is to give love back. Yeah. To God and to others. So yeah. So that's yeah. you know that's what we think. So you know <coughs> we just we encourage you, our listening audience, mm-hmm. our friends. And our family, we consider a lot of you folks family. Uh, just, you know, take that time and pause and reflect that uh, God loves you and he's blessing you. And you're still sucking air. You have a reason to be here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can celebrate that during your holidays. And uh, prepping beforehand, you know, the best thing you can do is just pray and ask God to help you during the time. Yeah. And try not to get too wound up with all of everything. Because you know what? It always comes. And it always goes. <laughs> it's true, isn't yes. it? Yeah. And and what you do with it really, what you make of it is really up to you. Mm-hmm. It's up to us. So, you know, I'm deciding that this year is going to be a great year and uh, it's going to be fun. And I'm just going to enjoy my family. And I'm just praying that lots of work come in so that I can pay my bills. And that's that's how I had to look at it. <laughs> yes, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we go? I, do you want me to sing a song as we go out? Or would you like me to uh, to to find a song? Is there any specific song I, you want me to play? Well, I think we've done this last year. I think we played Emmanuel by Amy Grant. Yeah, we'll do that I later like that in the one. season. Yeah, uh, but what's a Thanksgiving song? There really aren't a whole lot. I Count sang one already. Count your blessings, name them one by one. <laughs> Count your blessings. On the first God day of Thanksgiving, done. my true love gave to me a turkey with gravy. Nope, that doesn't no. work. I I knew I grew up singing a lot of hymns, and we had a lot of hymns that talked about blessings. Keep going. We're ending the thing. Okay. Well, you said a certain song. Well, okay. So, uh, what do you want to sing? You want to sing it? I just did. Here she goes. She's gonna sing a song. I just sang. Count your blessings. Sing them one by one. Okay. (laughs) Count your blessings. See what God has done. (sighs) My 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 my. I I grew up with that song. I liked it. Maybe you could modernize it (laughs) or something. You think so? You know, I I do think though, as we wind up here, since how um, not <laughs> since Thanksgiving is about really being thankful. That's what it's about. Um, it it is good to just take time to be thankful for all the little things in our lives and all the big things and um, oh, which I need to say right now, both of us need to emphasize this. Please, please, please. Next week is our official Thanksgiving podcast. Oh, um, yeah. Podcast. We need to remember that. And please, please, please call in and tell us what you're thankful for. We haven't got any call-ins yet, and we have just a week left. And what is our number? Oh, we have a, we have a, uh, a hotline you can call, and it's a 206-414-THY. Make him with you. Uh, let me see. T H W Y. Yeah, and what <laughs> which is those which numbers? is actually two zero six four one four eight four nine nine eight four nine. Or you can just email Rick at takingwithyou dot com or Amy at takingwithyou dot com with an MP three. Uh, you or or you can record on your iPhone mm-hmm. and just uh, send it into that those email addresses. Rick at takingwithyou. And or Amy at taking with you, and we will put it on the show. But our question basically is, what 
uh, what are you thankful for this last year? And we'd like to do a, a fun show next week. Yeah, so definitely <coughs> then we can come come up with some Thanksgiving music. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need to do. You need to write a Thanksgiving album. There's not Thanksgiving albums. We need a Thanksgiving album, not just Christmas albums. You really think so? Yeah, of course, it will be kind of late for this Thanksgiving. But we can maybe find one song for somewhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a scripture that I used to, um, I think it's Psalms. This is Psalm 75. We give thanks to you, O Lord. We give thanks for your name is near. Your wondrous works men declare. We awesome. Give, that's a good one. Okay. I think it's Psalm 75. Anyway, there's lots of good psalms about thankfulness. Okay. In the Bible. Kind of in the middle of the Bible. Grab a Bible, op open it up, and you'll find the psalms right about in the middle. But for those of you that don't have paper Bibles, there's... Um, BibleGateway.com, that's really good. There's, um, what's some of the other ones that we use online? Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. Have tons of different Bibles, uh, modern translations, if you have a hard time dealing with King Jameth. Yeah. And um, really good stuff. All right. Well, everybody, we hope that you are going to get set and ready for the holidays. And we're praying for you. We're thinking about you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us, rick at takehimwithyou.com. You can go to takehimwithyou.com, our website, and catch up on all the latest stuff that's going on. If you want to give towards the podcast, you can do that. Give towards our family. Uh, you just go to uh, Take, Take Him With You. you. Click on the uh, Donate to Rick and Amy button, and you can pay through PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else before we go? Um, probably just say that this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Wow, you're good. I'm getting really good at that. Wait till we turn to the next year. Ah. So, um, have a great week, everybody. What do you think? Let me see. Can I see? Count your blessings named at one, 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 two. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. We'll see you next time on Take Him With You.